0: Hey y'all, hey! Welcome to Such A Lady and I'm your host Siobhan. If you are new tuning in, thanks for stopping by and welcome to your new toxic family. Get comfortable, you home now. Um, (laughs) Yes, I said it, you're home now. Um, If you are a Sal, hey girl, hey! And I'm noticing that we have a lot of new sals. Um, And if you are new here, then Sal is short for such a lady. And it was given to us by Miss Shawnee. And it's so crazy because um, a young lady reached out to me and she was like, I could not understand why you kept calling us pigs. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, you kept saying Sal's. And I was like, such a lady. And she was like, oh my goodness. So I'm not calling y'all pigs. Sal is short for such a lady. And I love y'all for that. Um, this week's such a lady of the week is all of our listeners. If you have been keeping up, then you know that our goal was to meet a thousand followers on Spotify. And although we are on other platforms, I can't really track them. And if it's possible i haven't figured it out yet but anywho the goal was a thousand on spotify and we made it and we are past that like y'all are so dope and in such a lady fashion we're having a hundred dollar giveaway and i ain't gonna lie y'all hit that real quick i was not expecting. <laughs> i was not expecting y'all to get there that fast like i was like oh whoa like i kid you not in less than two weeks y'all was Y'all dope. Y'all are super duper dope. And so I definitely want to show my appreciation to you all um, just for being you, because I definitely can't do this without you guys. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you again. Now it would only be fair if someone who listened won the prize. So here's how you can win. Comment a thousand underneath this week's episode um, on Instagram or Facebook, and then of course your name will go on a drawing. I'll pull it and then that person will get the $100 gift card. I know it's not much, but it is a token of my appreciation to you all. Um, now, our Such a Lady business of the week is Rodney's Mobile Salon, and it is ran by Ebony in Houston, Texas. Now, you guys, real quick before we get to the toxic, this this business is super special because it's in honor of her, um ebony's brother who passed away and so the company is the business is named after him rodney's mobile salon and don't give me the line because you know i'm gonna go on somebody's page and i'm finna stalk and so sis can really do some hair so check her out of course you know we're going to post some pictures follow. I mean, support doesn't have to be in the form of money. You can follow word of mouth, anything. If you need your hair done, get your hair did. She coming to y'all's house. Like why, like it ain't no excuse if she coming to you. Now, why is, Why is your head looking like that? All right, so yeah, check out, check out, home girl, and then let's get toxic. All right, y'all know this is my favorite part because I really can't be understanding what be going on in these folks' heads, and so I need for y'all to y'all to listen to me, make it make sense. Okay, that's 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 basically what it is. I need for y'all to listen to me, make it make sense, cause it don't make sense. Now when i was younger i used to (laughs) i used to pretend that i was in music videos in the car um, heck, sometimes I would even like cry for the effect of stuff. You know what I mean? I just wanted to be in a video. I didn't need the camera or nothing because the set was in my head. I, re- I remember one time we had went to go look at dogs. I don't know why my mom and them would take me to look at dogs if I couldn't get the dog. So I go and I fall in love with this dog and then they're like, I can't get it. We don't got nowhere to put it. Well, then why did we go? <laughs> I don't understand it. So we leaving and I'm looking out the window. And as we're driving away, I'm still looking out the window all sad. And I'm not even really that sad. But at this time, I'm in character mode. So I got <laughs> to stay in scene. And so like, I probably look back until my mama told me to turn my tail around. But I hadn't thought about that story for years until I started doing the research on this story. And it was funny because the lady, the toxic lady of the week is Patricia Van Taylor Allenson. Y'all see how I got her name right? Mm, I'm doing better. Now, Patricia or Pat, as she was called, was rotten. And that those weren't my words, but from the people who knew her growing up. Patricia was spoiled by everyone who she came in contact with, and when someone even looked like they wanted to tell her no, she threw a tantrum. Yeah, she needed a butt whooped. Um, This would go on for Patricia's entire life until she turned 15 and met and married her first love, Gil Taylor, and he was an army sergeant. Now, growing up, Patricia was obsessed with the movie Gone with the Wind. But not just the movie, more so the character, Scarlett O'Hara. Um, She was just obsessed with her. And although this movie was set in earlier times, Patricia wanted that lifestyle. And she thought that Gil could provide that for her. And he tried his best. He really, really did. But it wasn't enough for Patricia. So she packed up their stuff and her three kids and said, I'm moving back home with my parents. Now, some would say, Patricia... (laughs) <laughs> How you grown to yourself going to leave your husband only to move back home with your parents? Like, that don't make sense. But moving home was just temporary for Patricia. She was still young, and she had a goal in mind. She was going to meet the right man who could provide her with this gone with the wind lifestyle. Lord Jesus. And that's what was going to happen. Well, one day, Pat met Tom Allenson. Tom wasn't rich at all, but Patricia, in her mind, she didn't need him to be rich. Why, you ask? (laughs) Okay, I'll tell you. (laughs) You don't got to beg. Tom's father was wealthy. He was a wealthy lawyer, and if we're being honest, Tom wasn't too bad on the eyes, and he loved horses, which is something that Patricia loved as well. So although he didn't have the money, Patricia was thinking that okay, the money's in the family. That's what she was thinking. I think she was hustling backwards, but I I could be wrong. Y'all let me know about that. Was Patricia hustling backwards? That's going to be on our poll. Because she was. Because I, I, I'm i thinking you find a person with the money. Like, you don't find a parent with the money. You find a person with the money. But anyway, Patricia did it her way. There were a couple of hiccups along the way, though. Tom was still married, and he was going through a bitter divorce. And although he was going through this divorce, Patricia wasn't helping the process at all. Tom's parents didn't believe in divorce. They didn't want it. They wanted Tom to come home to his family. They wanted him to come to his senses and make things work. But by this time, Patricia had put it on him. <laughs> Listen, she had put it on him, bro. And Tom said, you better get somebody else to do it because this is home now. Me and Patricia over here, they, I, don't, I don't know what they got going on over there. It was like he had abandoned his life. And his parents were like, no, that is not how we raise you. That is not, we don't condone that. Like, what's going on? Well... This got Patricia hot because y'all know that she was banking on Tom's parents to accept her so she could spend their money. Well, Tom didn't really seem to be too concerned about the money or the reputation or any of the material stuff that Patricia was concerned with. He honestly really seemed to love her. And apparently that just wasn't enough for Patricia because every single chance she got, she was in Tom's ear about how his parents didn't like her and what he should say to get them to like her. And how she could manipulate the situation to get them to come over like she would have these dinners and make all this food and Tom's parents would say they were coming and then they would make up these excuses as why they wouldn't come and then eventually they just stopped saying that they were coming and then Patricia would still make all this food because in her mind if she could just get them over there to see that she was a good person then they would love her just like Tom loved her, but that wasn't going to happen because they already had a daughter-in-law and they were not looking to replace her. Not with Patricia, not with anybody else. That was what it was. And there wasn't anything that she could do to stop it. So Tom's voice, uh, <laughs> Tom's divorce was finally finalized and he was ready to move on with Patricia and so the two went and purchased this lavish 52-acre farm in Zubalon, Zubalon, Georgia. I probably got that wrong, but y'all know me and my words. But Patricia and Tom, they get this nice, 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 nice farm that they can't afford. But of course, you know, Patricia's all about the way things appear. It don't matter that they struggling. and on the back end, as long as everybody think things look good on the front end. And that's just how she was. So after they get this farm, Patricia talks Tom into having a gone with the wind theme wedding. (laughs) Listen, stop playing with me. They really did. I got pictures. I'm gonna post them. I, I, I guess they was cute. I mean, they was cute, but I don't know. I guess because I know how being like, you know, when you're younger, I, I used to love Zach Morris. I have to say about a bell, baby, you couldn't tell me that was not going to be my husband. Um, but then, you know, after that time went on and I didn't follow I wasn't in love with him anymore. This lady is old as dirt and <laughs> she is still in love with this character so this tells me that she's not raptite. type. she wasn't raptite when she left her husband not because he didn't treat her right but because she wanted this lifestyle that she can provide her own self so she moved back home with her parents okay yeah with three kids so that kind of let me know that maybe she didn't have it all together but then this deal with the parents, like, let it go, lady. But she's definitely not gonna let it go. And now we didn't have this gone with the wind theme wedding. <laughs> All right, okay, y'all. If I was Tom, I'd be running. But he was running towards her, he loved her. And things were actually starting to look up for the couple. They had their dream house, they had this awkward wedding, and they had these show horses. And Patricia got to pretend like she was Scarlett O'Hara. Like, what more could she want? Right. Tom's parents accept her. And I don't even think she cared about his kids. Because remember, Tom had kids. But I don't think she cared about his kids. I think it was more so the acceptance of his parents. So that she could eventually rub elbows with the elite. She wanted to get in so that she could use that as a tool to keep stepping up, and she thought that Tom's parents were going to be the people to do that for her. But no matter how how bad Pat wanted it, they just weren't going to like her, and they were standing firm on that. That was that. It, it, it that's what it was. So Patricia decided she was going to go to um, Tom's dad's office and see. You know, hey, look if we could have this heart to heart if i come to you and you see me for who i am then maybe you'll stop thinking that i'm this villain because i'm not so she gets to the office and things don't go as planned because a restraining order ended up being filed against tom's father i know right sad patricia said that he exposed himself to her And Tom, always there to save Patricia, calls his father, and words are exchanged, and then this huge feud begins. Because Tom is like, you're not going to be talking to my wife like that. Like, I don't know who, listen, I quit school because of recess. That's what you're not going to do, is talk to my boo like that. And his dad's like, listen, first of all, your wife is a whore, (laughs) and I don't even know why you married to her. If it were up to be, you would be at home with, you know, your real wife and your kids. And so Tom's dad is hot and he cuts him out of the wheel. He's like, you know what? <laughs> Say less. I got you. You don't even got to keep talking. Um, but then after all the threats and the name calling and then Tom being taken out of the wheel, Tom's parents were actually frightened. They were like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, because... Our son has never acted like this before. And this is somebody who we don't know. And then he got this crazy lady in his ear. And so they just didn't trust Tom. And they had just calls because one day the couple was coming home and they were ambushed by a round of bullets just hitting their car from every side. And they barely escaped with their life. Now, Tom's father just knew that the person who did this to him was Tom. Like there was no way you could tell him otherwise, but he didn't have any proof to go by. So it was just his word against, you know, his word. So because he had no proof, he left well enough alone until he was at work one day and he got an anonymous call saying that Tom was at his house with a gun. So Tom's father rushes home only to meet his wife and then Tom's ex-wife and their children at the house and they're telling him that someone's in the basement so Tom's dad goes down to the basement and once he's down there he asks his wife to go bring him his gun because something's gonna go down so she goes and she gets his gun she comes back down there and seconds later gunfire erupted and when the police got there Tom's parents were dead His mother was laying on the steps of the basement, and she had been shot in the chest, and then his father was on the floor, and Tom was nowhere to be found. Tom's ex-wife said she heard his parents calling out Tom's name, like, no, Tom, no, why are you doing this, as well as witnesses who say that they saw him leaving the scene. All of this eventually led the police to arrest and charge him with the murder of his parents. So, Tom is in some deep stuff. Patricia, on the other hand, is not, right? Like, so she finna walk away because they didn't have anything to charge her with. So, while Tom is in jail—no, let's clear that out. While Tom is in prison, (laughs) because there is a difference— Patricia is trying to figure out how to keep this dream farm her and Tom had together. But eventually, it just becomes too much for her to take care of. Because really, Tom was the person who did all the work. She was just causing all the drama. So now that Tom is gone, she got to think quick on her feet. But that ain't never been a problem for Miss Patricia. With their son dead, and their daughter-in-law dead, and their grandson in prison... Tom's grandparents have no one day-to-day to take care of them that is until Patricia steps on the scene with promises of wanting to do right by Tom she's like listen I know you don't have anyone Tom wanted me to come and make sure that you guys are okay and it didn't hurt that they were wealthy So everybody got money but Patricia. (laughs) I'm just saying, can you get you some? Get a job, lady. I'm just so through that she just keep finding people with money. that I don't like get a job because what ended up happening was she did get some insurance money, but then she blew through that. And so then once that money was gone, she went to the grandparents and she decided that she wanted to help take care of them. Now, Tom's grandparents never thought that he killed his parents. They never believed that for a second. They felt like somebody else did it and they got away with murder. So it wasn't hard for them at all to allow Patricia into their house because why? They didn't believe that Tom was guilty at all and this was his wife. So here comes Patricia and she's here to help. But it's just as soon as she got there, things took a turn for the worse. Tom's grandfather, who was known to be as strong as an ox, suddenly was bedridden. And eventually, he was rushed to the hospital, and they didn't think that he was going to make it. So Patricia, instead of her going to the hospital, she goes to the police station, and she gives them this letter that Tom's grandfather wrote. And he says that this letter should only be given to the police in the event that he dies. Well, Patricia couldn't wait. So she gets to the police station and she gives them this letter. And the letter is basically Tom's grandfather stating that he was the one who killed his son and his daughter-in-law. And he is giving information that only the person who was in that basement that night when Tom's parents was killed would have known. So he's given this information and Patricia's like, listen, I'm just so sorry it had to come out like this. And then she finds out that Tom's grandfather didn't die. Y'all remember that ox we was talking about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Apparently he pushed through and he was sitting up and they were asking him like, what's up with this letter? And he was like, what letter? I don't know. No letter. I ain't wrote no letter. What are y'all talking about? So the police are like, well, something ain't right. And how are you this sick? Like, what's going on? And so they start trying to put the pieces together. And they find out that Patricia had been poisoning Tom's grandparents. Right. And so they end up testing him. And they find out that he had him and his wife have high levels of arsenic in their system. Y'all, Patricia's out here wowing. She really, really is. (laughs) So they find this out and Patricia is sentenced to eight years in prison for the poison that she tried to, you know, take out Tom's grandparents with. So she swears she's going to come out This reformed woman, she's going to be a productive citizen. She's not going to get in any more trouble. The lies, y'all, the lies. This lady was back to her same old tricks. So she gets a job being a caregiver. No, actually, I'm lying. She gets a job being a nurse for this older couple called the Christ. Crazy thing is, Patricia was never licensed to be a nurse. And then she started scamming this wealthy couple because you know they had to be wealthy because she ain't going listen, she ain't never gonna stop by here. <laughs> she ain't never gonna try to run it by here because the way my bank account is set up, I, listen, I'm not wealthy enough for her, but she did find another wealthy couple, the Christ, and they were looking for someone to come in and help take care of, you know, them because they got older and they couldn't do things the way they used to. And that's the scary part because you trust someone to come in and take care of your loved ones and, they, and then they come in and guess what ended up happening, Right tragedy strikes again the husband of the couple ends up dead and patricia is left standing there holding the arsenic bottle right so enough is enough like for real i'm sick of her i at this point i'm sick of her because you don't got nothing else to do where's your kids at i'm I'm saying you ain't got no grandkids by now you ain't got no field trips to go on they don't call you granny. What is going on? I don't know. You out here doing all this stuff. Where's the grandkids? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, a duff was enough and a detective got involved and was like, listen, something ain't smelling too right. So he went to go see Tom who by now was living a different life. He had turned his life over, he had given his life to God and was teaching people that one mistake didn't mean that they couldn't start over. Like it didn't define you, 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 you can start over. Basically what we say here, you can always start over. If you're still breathing, you still got breath, you can still you know, be used. As they begin talking to Tom, the detective begins putting the pieces together, not only from the murder of Tom's parents, but the poisonous, the poison that his grandparents got, and then the death of Mr. Christ, and then his wife also being poisoned. So Patricia was out here trying to play God. When she was confronted with the evidence, she agreed to a plea deal as long as they didn't try to investigate her for the murder of Tom's parents or charge her with the murder of Mr. Christ, she would agree to theft, pretending to be a registered nurse, attempted murder, and a host of other charges. And guess how long she was sentenced to? Eight years. So, so listen, she didn't, Help Tom kill his parents, okay? She didn't cause all this drama in that family. She didn't try to kill his grandparents. She didn't kill Mr. Christ. All she didn't got was 16 years for all of that. Folks, he had more for that, for selling drugs. And this lady didn't got 16 years in total. So she gets out, she's 70, and you think she finna stay out somewhere, right? No, no, Patricia is not done yet. She probably was too old, and they probably had her on the radar for, like, trying to deal with wealthy people. So she decides she's going to try her hand at a new trick. And so she starts doctor shopping, and she eventually gets arrested for that. 70 years old, out here doctor shopping. They said at one point they believed that Patricia had over 3,700 pills in one year. Just one year, because she was going around to different doctors and getting different prescriptions. Just tr- Patricia, being Patricia, out here patricianing. Pat- <laughs> Patricia out here patricianing. Listen, she Patricia, my friends, is the true definition of a leopard cannot change its spots. It can't. Like, I mean, she was a brat from the time she was born till. Hell, the time she went to jail when she was 70, she was just causing chaos and ruckus ruckus wherever she went. And um, I hate that for her. I really do. I hate that. I hate that those innocent people had to die because when you're in that age, you've given up so much. I think that's why I have a heart for older people. I really do because by that time, people act like they're sick of you. They don't want to have to deal with you no more. Their patience is thin. But all the while, while you were taking care of them, things were fine. They were patient with you. Put up with your nonsense. And now that they're older, people want to take advantage of them. And I hate that for them. And I hate Patricia for what she did to them. Listen, it's a special place for you, lady. Now, listen, thank you guys for tuning in. And also, thank you for being you. Don't forget to meet us over at Such a Lady Thirty on Instagram and Such a Lady on Facebook. And if you want to win, make sure you comment. Also, if you are in a toxic relationship and you are looking for a sign to get out, this is it. You don't have to pray no more. You don't gotta ask no more. If you feel it in your gut and you and you've been looking for a sign, this is it. You can't be the best version of you until you choose you. So today, I'm asking that you choose you. If you need help choosing you, you can always reach out to us at Such A Lady. And we'll be more than happy to get you in contact with the people who can help get you the resources that you need. Or, if you don't want us in your business, and I can understand that, you can always reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. And then ain't nobody but them got to know your business. But whatever you do, choose you. And if you are the toxic person... And you decide you don't want to be toxic no more. You don't have to be. Same applies to you. You can always reach out to us or you can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline. Either way, just choose you. I love you guys. Don't forget to be great on purpose. And remember, if your morning starts off bad, that's okay. Don't let a bad moment turn into a bad day. All right, guys. See you all later. Same time, same toxic place. Thank you.